Hey team, welcome to the Coach Keith Brady podcast. Uh, it's been a while, I haven't done a uh, podcast for a few months there. Had a few things on um, and I had to give it, give them all my energy. Um, didn't want to spread myself too thin, so uh, got through all of that and I've got a bit of spare time now, so hopefully we'll get a few episodes out uh, before rugby season and things like that next year. So... Today's episode is about the 75 hard challenge that I've done. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, um, I've done a few posts towards the end of it, letting people know that I'd done it, and then after that a few people had asked a few questions about what it is and all that sort of stuff, so I thought I'd put a podcast up about it, um, let people know how, like what I'd done, my struggles and things like that. And how I got through it. So I'll go over that. There's no real flow with this um, podcast. I'm sort of, I'll probably be going all over the place because I don't write write anything down. But um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. So 75 hard. What is it? It's a challenge that um, Andy Frisella um, created. So if you listen to his podcast, um, you'll know what it is. If you don't, go and have a listen. Um, but yeah, like I've been a huge fan of his podcast for a few years now and he'd always talk about 75 hard. Um, and then I'd also see like a few of my mates and all that here and there posting that they were doing it. So I started to think about it and yeah, with it. So what it is, just to sum it up, it is uh, every day you have to do these things and if you miss one of them, you have to like you have to start again so you have to do two workouts a day so 45 minute workouts and one of them has to be outdoors you have to follow a diet plan so you can't have any cheap meals or any alcohol um, you got to drink a gallon of water so it's about four or five liters um, and then you got to read 10 pages a day and it has to be like a self-development or self-health book or like a business book, something like that. And each day you have to do a progress pick as well. So, so yeah, basically that's pretty much what the challenge is. Like it's pretty simple. But in the world that we live in today and like with everything with work, um, everything like that, everyone's busy. Everyone like has their things that are holding them back. So... To get all those in every day for 75 days, it is hard. But yeah, you sort of have to make a plan and move forward with it and try and get it done. So yeah, um, so yeah, back to Andy Frisella. So yeah, he does have his own podcast. Um, it's like, it's amazing, his podcast. I try and listen to it every week. Um, but in, a, in like what he's saying and things like that, he's like talking about not only sort of being physically the best you are but just outside of that in business and your work home life whatever it's he's trying to make you become the best version of yourself and so for me what stuck out for me was yeah I sort of did want that physical sort of transformation as well but the main things for me were like the other side of it like getting a stronger mindset and sort of being able to handle mentally going to like those dark places and things like that and sort of getting out the end of it and 
yeah, just sort of building up a bit of resilience. So, yeah, I was like, for me, when I was sort of like listening to him talk and he interviews a few people that had done it before and it sort of like made me sort of want to do it. But I sort of wanted a good reason why I should do it because I know that like if it was only just for the physical change, um, it wouldn't be enough to carry me through the 75 days. Um, so yeah, I took a little bit of time there to sort of think of why. And so for me, a couple of reasons why I wanted to do it was firstly, um, I wanted to get in better shape. So I coach a lot of people, not only here in the gym, but rugby players and things like that. And I always expect them to be the best versions of themselves. Like some guys are even like my rugby guys. Like if I see that they're not sort of doing what they, I think they're capable of doing, like I'll flick them a message and I'll sort of like hold them accountable and things like that. And I'm setting their standards pretty high and, but I'm not doing it for myself. So I sort of thought I need to do this, like start doing this for me. So I wanted to sort of get in a, like the best physical shape that I could, not just for like the 75 days, but have it as like something that'll carry on. So for me, um, yeah, physically I wanted to get in better shape and it's not that I sort of struggled with my weight. It was just that, um, I, I got a bit comfortable. So a couple of years ago or end of 2020, um, well, start of 2020, I hurt my shoulder and I had the shoulder surgery towards the back end of 2020. And for me, it was an easy way to sort of get out of doing things. Like, for example, like I could still move my arms a bit and all that sort of thing. But like if someone said to me, oh, should we go for a run? I'd be like, oh, nah, sore shoulder. Oh, should, should we go, should we train? Oh, nah, sore shoulder. And that's just a bullshit excuse. Like, yeah, I've got a sore shoulder, but my legs still work. Everything else still works, but... It's just a bullshit excuse and I sort of got away with it for so long and yeah, I just got lazy and then when it came to sort of when people would say, oh, you should jump in on this challenge with me or whatever, or we should start training, I'd do it and but I'd only do it half-hearted and then when I'd get to a point where I could sort of see that it was sort of making me uncomfortable and I didn't like the reality of it, I'd go back to sort of what I used to do and I'd go back to my deadlift or something like that and I'd just be like oh I don't care because I'm strong which is pretty much a shit mindset but that's where I was so for me I, I wanted to change that um, another reason why I wanted to do it was I wanted to sort of have some discipline and like a bit of mental toughness as well like I do challenges um I'd done challenges before, like here at the gym, RBT, I'd done other ones before. And for me, I'd get sort of halfway through or whatever and I'd sort of just lose interest. And then, yeah, like I said, I'd just go back to doing what I usually do and just rely on my old lifts or like stuff like that. And I'd sort of have no discipline. So, for example... Like, if I'm busy here at work and um, I haven't done my food prep, 
what I'd do was after we, I'd sort of like get a bit of a break, instead of like having something healthy to eat, well, healthy, just something good, I'd quickly run over to the shops and get something from there, or I'd get Uber Eats or something like that. And it might not be obviously the best food, but I'd do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then by Friday, then I'm like, oh, I'll, um, I might relax this weekend. And then come Monday, I'll be a bit more strict. And I'd never do it. And it's just week after week after week. And then, yeah, just bad habit after bad habit after bad habit. So I wanted to sort of break that cycle there with that. And another reason is I wanted to be uncomfortable. So for years here at the gym, like I've sort of been um, not known, but like I'd get by on being strong. And um, for me, it was a bit of a cop out, but I, it wasn't like scaring me. Like when I used to set targets for um, like what I wanted to lift, it used to like excite me and like, yeah, scare me. So then, like I remember years ago in like 2016 or something like that. Like I was like, oh, I want to, I want 180 kilo deadlift. Which back like now looking back, like it's not much, but back then it was like a huge thing. And so and it scared me. And then once I got that, then I was like, my next goal, I want to be, I want to get up to 200. And it just it was like that. But once I got to like this point that I was at, sort of now nothing was sort of scaring me and I sort of wanted to be uncomfortable and the thing that I hated the most was running. So before the 75 hard, I'd done this other challenge and it was 35 runs in 35 days. Um, I just saw it somewhere on um, Instagram or Facebook or something. I was just scrolling and I just happened to see it and I was just like, oh yeah, I'll do that. Um, read what it was and all it just said was, Week one, it's two kilometers minimum. Week two, three kilometers minimum. Week four, and like, it's, you just add another kilometer until you're done. And so I'd done that, and I hated running like, here at the gym, if we had, like, when I'd jump in on the sessions every now and then, sometimes we'd run, and it might only be like 100 meters, and I'd be like, fuck, I hate this shit. This shit sucks. And... Then when people like members were doing it and I've seen them doing it and I'm telling them to run, but I'm like, fuck, not even doing it myself. I'm like, that, like that's not that's not good leadership, that's shit. So I was like, I need to challenge myself here. So I'd done that run one, sort of felt uncomfortable there. And then once I finished that sort of, yeah, I wanted it, I wanted to feel, feel it more. So that was another reason why I wanted to do it. And yeah, I think, yeah, just... Just yet yeah, to, I think I sort of touched on it before, but I just wanted a, a stronger mindset. Like, um, it's easy for me to like stop things. It's easy for me to, um, you know, crack the shits and then just like not follow through with it. So, yeah, I sort of wanted a stronger mindset, and yeah, um, so yeah, those were the main reasons why I wanted to do it. Um, so yeah, leading into it, so. Um, with that first challenge I've done the um, 35 runs 35 days I weighed about 122 kilos yeah 122 kilos when I started that and then when I finished it I got down to about I think it was 115 and then I sort of had a break in between then and um, when I started 75 hard and I put on another kilo 
So I got up to about 116, um, and I sort of was talking to a few of my mates, and sort of rugby season was coming to an end and all that sort of stuff, and I sort of, sort of wanted to be sort of pushing myself once the season ends. Like I didn't want to um, get into bad habits and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I, um, I decided I'd do it, and... I think the biggest mistake that I'd done here when I decided to do it, instead of coming up with a plan and being like, yeah, sweet, um, like I'm going to start on Monday, this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to follow this, blah, blah, blah. I just said on a Sunday, I think I was um, just chatting and then I was like telling everyone, yeah, I'm going to start 75 hard tomorrow. So I started it on a Monday. Um, so it's probably the one of the worst times to start it because... Uh, we had our silly Sunday, yeah, on the Sunday, just drinking and all that sort of stuff. And then I, I said to myself, yeah, as soon as uh, Monday comes, like, I'm ready. And so Monday came. Um, I didn't have, like, a... And then this is why it's good to sort of have a plan, but I didn't even actually have any macros set or anything like that or, like, a diet plan. I was just like, I'm going to eat healthy. Didn't really have a um, training plan, but I was just just sort of going with the flow for the first week, and I, and honestly, I did feel good that first week, but I kind of felt like I was cheating myself because I wasn't really following anything. I wasn't doing anything. Um, so anyway, I got to the Saturday, and we had our prize giving for rugby on the Saturday, and I was sitting there at the table. And I was like, oh, like the food was coming out and all the drinks and all that. And I said to them, like, oh, I can't drink. And cousin Nathan, he was sitting like next to me. And Mason, one of my good friends, he was sitting next to me. And my other good friend, Ra, he was sitting across from me. And I was just like, everybody's like having a couple of drinks and all that. And I was like, man, I wish I could drink. And I was saying no, I was saying no. And then later on, after the speeches and all that sort of stuff, um, I was getting around to everyone's tables and I was like, everybody, like, I hadn't seen, like, we were able to relax after our season of rugby, so seeing people happy and all that sort of stuff, and I was like, man, like, I really wish I could drink. And then um, they brought the dessert out later, and then I was like, nah, stuff it, I'm going to have something to eat. So I had, like, a piece of cake. But I went up to one of the boys, Sheldon, and I told him, because he knew I was doing it. And then I felt bad. I felt like shit. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, bro. I've had to, like, have this. I was like, it's just shit. And, but I was eating it. And then he was like, nah, don't stress, bro. Um, there's always another 75 days. So then I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, Because the rugby season was, like, really high stress for me. Not just, like, from the season, but, like, prior to that. So from the shit season that we had in um, 2020. So it was just high stress. So then I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll, um, I'll, that's how I justified it, which was pretty shit. But I'd done it. I had the cake and then I had like a glass of wine. And then I was sitting there and then I was just like, fuck, I'm weak. Like I actually was like hating it. And I said to myself, fuck, you're weak. Like you just gave up just like that. So anyway, I was chatting to the boys and then I was just like, I felt shit. And then I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going home. So I went home. And then on the Sunday, I made a plan to get started for the Monday. So I think it was good that, uh, like, I only got, like, a week in, and then I had 
like I failed it because I feel I sort of like, like wasn't really doing it properly at the start anyway. So um, yeah, like I said, on the Sunday I made a plan, and with that plan, like I wanted it so that it just became automatic for me. Like I didn't have to sort of like re like keep changing it and things like that. So. With my food, what I done was I set my cows at um, two thousand five hundred calories each day, and like with that, probably it wasn't enough for me um, for the whole challenge, like doing two workouts and all that sort of stuff. But it was easy for me to maintain, and for me, the main thing as well was I didn't want to change it, sort of halfway through and things like that because then it was kind of and this was just my thinking others like might have changed it when they done it but um i didn't want to change it and then it's like my calories are always going up and i'm eating more and i'm sort of like and people might be looking at me going i thought you're following this or i thought you're following that so i sort of just wanted to stick to one thing for the full 75 days and yeah like i said i did probably struggle energy wise um towards the end of it but yeah I just had to sort of like I just wanted to push on through with it and it was sort of like a discipline thing for me as well like I wasn't too stressed about how much weight I lost or anything like that like I did want to lose a bit of weight but um, I just like I said with the food I just wanted to follow a plan and just follow it through and complete it without modifying it because that's kind of what I'm like like say if I jump in on a session and there's something in there that I don't like instead of just doing it I'll modify it and I'll like put it my way but really I should just do it so that was sort of the plan that I had with my food also with my workouts um, I did write out like a little plan on how I'd follow it so I'd do an RBT session and I'd do one of my own sessions like on some days and then I'd also have like conditioning and cardio day so I sort of had that all set up and then I knew that with my water I'd be okay but um, I just sort of had to make a plan with it because with my water like I'd wake up when I wake up I'll probably have like a litre or a litre and a half and a half straight away and then I'll sip during the day, do all that, all the, that sort of stuff. And then towards the end of the day, I'll have another liter or so before I go to bed. So I knew the water would be sweet. And it was just yeah, getting through, like my food plan set, my workout set. But then I think the key thing that I've done, and I think it was like, I think most people that are going to do it, they sort of need that, is to have their group that's going to hold them accountable. So in my group, um, like I had a few of the rugby boys, one of the boys, um, Sheldon. So prior to the challenge, like he sort of like him and I would sort of like send each other's like workouts and all that sort of stuff to each other and all that sort of stuff. But once I sort of said to him, I'm gonna like take this serious and go like do 75 hard, he just sort of said to me, like he was like, I'll hold you accountable, like, whatever you need, just let me know. So every day, he'd sort of, like, message me, like, because he gets up in the morning at, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, trains before he goes to work. So as soon as my eyes opened, I would have had a message from him, like, what are you doing? Are you going to train? Blah, blah, blah. So as soon as I'd wake up, like, I'd read that, and I'm like, yeah, boom, straight away, I'd get up and I'd go train. So then that's my first session done. 
So having someone like that, I think it's really good and you sort of need it because like there were some days there, like if he hadn't heard from me during the day, it'll get towards the end of the day and he'd be like, bro, have you trained? And I'd be like, yeah. And then he'd be like, when? And then he'd like question me on it. So it's like, it's making sure that I'm doing it. So having him there was really good. Um, another one of the boys, Justin, he's another rugby boy. He knew I was doing it. And um, he comes in here and trains at the gym. So each day he'd sort of do like a check-in. He'd be like, oh, how are you going with the challenge and things like that. And then with my food, I like sort of needed someone to sort of hold me accountable with that as well. And um, Jane, so she'd help me out with that. So just like keeping me on track with it. Like my, my meals, they may not have been the most like, glamorous but like i was eating like say fish rice and tomato for like some meals and like it's like pretty boring if you're doing it every day like another one meal that i'd have was like mints with like veggies and things like that um you know just just simple stuff but like it's keeping me um within my sort of like goals and all that sort of stuff so with her she's just keeping me on track with that like each day checking in on how my food is and all that so I sort of had a good team there to sort of help uh, to help me um with this challenge so when that Monday came I was like nah fuck it I'm all in like there's no way that I'm gonna stop now and yeah so once it came I remember I'd done my first session and it was before work and it was like four o'clock in the morning and Sheldon messaged me straight away and he was like bro did you do your workout? And I was like, yeah. And I like tagged him in it. And then I done, like I coached the morning sessions here and then I finished by 10.30, 11.30. And then at lunchtime, I went and done another session and then I sent it to him. And then he was like, sweet, you, you got to do this every day. And I'm like, yeah, sweet. So yeah, yeah, like this, this like, so I did attempt it for the week, but the second time, like I just had, like I like I felt like I was more ready and yeah like the first two weeks like I felt really good physically like I was getting through the sessions um and I was excited to do both sessions like for me fuck before the challenge doing one session was a stretch sometimes I'd be like I'd find anything not to train like I'd do jobs that didn't even need to be done like if it needed to be done on Thursday and it was like a Tuesday I'd do it on a Tuesday just because I was trying to avoid the session, but nah, the sessions were really good. Um, body was feeling good, and I was feeling good with um, like with my food. Like I thought, fuck, I'm gonna get bored with this shit. But I was actually looking forward to it. And like some of the members here, um, after one of the sessions, so one of the sessions here finishes at eight fifteen, and some of them would be like, oh, what are you up to now? And I'd be like, oh, about to have breakfast, and they're like fish and rice and I'm like yep so it was good like they all knew as well so it was like them holding me accountable too which was awesome but yeah the first two weeks I felt good but then my first challenge came was the weekend of the second week um I said that I'd be the MC for the Netherlands junior rugby prize giving and I said yes and like not even think. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then as it got closer, um, my two good friends like Mason and Ra, 
like them like i could chat shit with them we can all just chat shit um fuck i love hanging out with them and they said to me yeah they're going down as well and i was like fuck like i can't drink with them because I, I usually like i love to have a beer with them and just like yeah just chat um but i knew like that at the prize giving i couldn't so i was like fuck so that day i um i trained in the morning and instead of doing my second session um at lunchtime i saved it because i knew that if i sort of like i didn't i sort of wanted to have it hanging over me that i had to do that so yeah at prize giving they they were there and then we started chatting and then a few of the boys were like handing beers out and i was like nah nah i can't do it can't do it and then anyway after the prize giving i was sort of like i said hello to everyone all that sort of stuff and then because I, I took a um, pair of clothes down there, I went into the change rooms, got dressed, and then I went and done a run. So it would have been like 9 o'clock at night or something like that. So when I'd done that, and the whole time that I was running, I was like, fuck, I wish I was drinking. And then, um, or not the whole time, most of it. Then when I was coming back from my run, like I actually started feeling good, and I started feeling stronger about myself. And then, yeah, got back to the club rooms, and... I think no, yeah, they weren't there, and then I was just like, "See, I'm not not actually missing out on anything." So I was like, "Fuck it," like it was good. Um, so yeah, went home, and I was like, I was happy with that. Um, another struggle that I sort of had with it was, I think it was like week three or week four. No, it was week four. Yeah, I um I got sick. So one of the members that um I coach. Louise, her and her son came in. Um, I train her on Saturday mornings, and she she said, "Oh, I feel a bit like I've got a bit of a flu." And I was like, "Oh yeah, whatever. Like, fuck, whatever. Just come in." And I trained her, and I don't know if it was just me or whatever, but I I reckon I caught the flu off then. And I said to her straight, "I was like, I was like, fuck, I'm gonna catch your flu." Um, but anyway, I got sick, and. I, when I got sick, I was like, fuck, like, I'm not going to be able to train, like, this is going to be shit, and my food's going to be shit, so I thought, fuck it, like, I might have to pull out, and then I was driving, because I had the morning off work, and I was driving um, to go to the doctors, and then once I got to the doctor, doctor was like, yes, yeah, sweet, like, it's not COVID, and then fuck, so I was like, yes, yeah, sweet, I'm good. So then anyway, I, I was like, nah, fuck it, like, I'm not pulling out of this shit. So I went and trained, went home, had a rest, had something to eat, and then I was like, I just need to get the second session, I just need to get the second session. And then I had, like, and when I'm sick, like, with, with the flu that I had, I think it was probably, like, if any other person had it, like, the strand that I had was just fucking, like, it was worse than man flu, it was like, oh, like, an average man wouldn't be able to handle it. But anyway, yeah, I was fucked. And so then, like, I was like, oh, i got to train, i got to train. And I was, like, putting it off for, an, like, an hour, two hours. And then I was like, just fucking do it. So I went and done it. Felt like shit afterwards. But then I was like, I'm just going to go and have a sauna, reset, and then I'll be ready for tomorrow. So although, like, each day I did set my plan as, like, I've just got to win the day one day at a time, I really had to sort of focus on that while I was sick. 
and uh, I think I was only sick for I think it was eight days, but those eight days it felt like it was two weeks because every day I was just having to like build up the like mental strength to get through it. But yeah, I think during it I started yeah feeling a lot stronger and a little bit like I think my mindset had changed um, heaps. And it was even like coming through with my work. Like I think like with my work, like I can be like grumpy and I can be like, you know, unapproachable at times. But I think while I was doing like not while, but in the challenge I sort of done like a self audit on myself and I was like, Yeah, I need to get rid of that shit. I need to do this shit and I started making an effort in the areas that I was sort of avoiding. And it started to like show with my work. Like I was actually in, not that I don't enjoy coming to work, but I was like pumped as soon as I'd wake up. Like not even having any coffee, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I can't get, I can't wait to get to work." So um, I think yeah, my mindset was shifting during it. And I one part where I can sort of tell that it did as well was um, we had a coaches meeting um, one Saturday, and it was at the pub, and all the like the the main guys from rugby, like the coaches and all that, and the president and all that, they all went. And when usually if I was to go to one of those things, like I'd have a couple of beers and chill out. But um, that day, like I didn't even think about having a beer. Like I was just like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. And then straight after the meeting, instead of like, you know, like usually I'd go out and have a few more beers with them. I came back to the gym and trained and it was actually my third session for the day but that's just because I just felt like I was like fuck I just want to do something so I'd done my third session of the day on that day and I was like like things are sort of like I, I am feeling pretty good but yeah that all that sort of comes back to like the group holding you accountable I think so for me I didn't tell everyone that I was doing it. I only told a few people, but like, and I never posted it every day on my story. And the reason why I didn't post it every day on my story wasn't because I was like um, embarrassed and or like in case I failed, nobody would question me. The reason why I didn't post it was I didn't want people to get sick of seeing that shit. Like, oh, it's still not done and all that. Mm it becoming like a big thing so for me I hardly ever posted it but my group knew that I was doing it and yeah a couple times there like with anything like fuck it I got to sort of a few weeks in and like the sessions were starting to take their toll on my body and because I wasn't sort of eating enough I was like my like I was struggling a bit like when I do a heavy leg session or whatever like oh for another week, I'd be, like, struggling. And a few times, I think Sheldon must have known that I was struggling with that. And he'd be like, what are you doing tomorrow? I'd be like, nah, nothing. He's like, I'll meet you at the gym 3 a.m. And I'd be like, yeah, sweet. So a couple of times, he jumped in with me there to help me out, um, which I think was good. Otherwise, I don't think I would have um, followed through with it. But, yeah, again, like, and that was the same with my food, like, probably... Yeah, halfway through, I was like, fuck, I'm getting sick of the same thing day in, day out. Um, and then Jane would be like, no, you, you have to do it. Like, you can't just pull out. Like, don't have a cheat meal. Don't do this. Like, just follow through what you're going to say. So, yeah, they, they sort of, like, help keep pushing me through. 
Um, one part there also, it was the NRL Grand Final. And because um, my son, Carter, he loves rugby league. And that the Grand Final day, it's sort of been like our sort of thing um, lately. So him and I will sit down and watch the game. And so for that day, usually would have like chips and all that sort of stuff. But um, I sort of had healthier foods that day. So I had like raw fish, um, oysters, prawns, and we had that. And I was kind of thinking, fuck, like, what's it going to be like? But having those foods has just made it way easier. So just, yeah, good choices were like helping me get through. Um, But yeah, and then I think towards the end, I think the last week, I started posting about it a bit more because I was so close to the end and sort of like that's when I was confident that I was going to finish and um, for me and it was like if others can see that I can do it then it surely they can do it because yeah like the lot like when, when I had my shoulder surgery and all that like I was pretty I was fucking lazy but yeah, like, like I said, if people can see that I can do it, anyone can do it. So I started posting about it a bit more towards the end. Um, but what I'd done was, prior to the challenge, like I said, I'd done the 35 days running one, and I sort of wanted to finish strong. And during the challenge, um, oh, the 75 hard, I'd done a couple runs. And so with the runs, what I'd do is, because I just sort of got comfortable running like three... 5Ks and all that sort of stuff. I wanted to do things that were like making me uncomfortable. And like I said, running is one of the things that I hate. Like I hated because um, I shit at it. Like one time there, like not a word of a lie. Fuck, I'd done a, um, a two kilometer run once and I was that out of shape. It fucking took me like 20 minutes or something, two kilometers. Like, fuck, you could walk. It was pretty much a walk. Like, I was just, oh, shit. But, yeah, I started building up better times with that. It took a while. But anyway, yeah, I was um, wanting to, like, finish off strong. So during the challenge, I'd done a few 10-kilometer runs and things like that. So what I'd do with that is I'd leave my car. So so say I'd park it up at the Currambine or um, train station at Clarkson or Joondalup or whatever. And then I'd catch the train to Butler. And then the whole way um, on the train, like, I'll make myself sort of, like, get anxious. And I'm like, fuck, if you need your car, you're like, you've got to go back and get it. And I'd tell myself, like, if I catch an Uber or if I, like, catch the train back that I'm weak. And then I'd, like, say stuff like that to myself. So then as soon as I'd get off the train and I'd, um, like, start running, I'm like, nah, fuck it. Like, I've got to get there. So I was doing that. But then on the last day, like I wanted to finish off with a big run and I sort of told myself I'll finish off with um, 15 kilometres, 15 kilometres because the week before I think I'd done 12 or something. Um, And so then I I trained someone in the morning. I was just sitting there and I was just randomly just like thinking, fuck, should I do the run today or should I wait? And then I was like, no, fuck it, I'll do the run today. So I left my car here, jumped in the train and then as I jumped in the train, I was like, I listened to the podcast and I was kind of thinking, fuck, like, I was pumped. And then I got to Butler train station. I was like, nah, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do um, 21 kilometers. 
So what I'd done was, um, like I just like I started running. It got to ten kilometers, and I was like, "Yeah, no, nah, fuck it. I'm gonna follow through with this." You said twenty one. Don't fucking lie to yourself. So I, I said, "Yeah, sweet." So I done got through, and then I got to about. 18 kilometers and like oh, I hit like a dark spot there like I was questioning oh myself I was like fuck this sucks this is shit I was like I could just stop now and then um I was about to stop and then I sort of like thought about it I was like you just done fucking 75 days don't be a weak bastard so I was like fuck it so I just finished it and honestly um I finished it and when I sort of got to the end of the driveway um so jane was sort of sitting here in the gym and she went to her car she was like hey how, like how was it and then i was just like didn't even answer and i just said i just got like i need five minutes and i jumped in my car turned the music off and i just drove around with like the aircon on and i was like fucked i was just yeah i was in a dark spot but anyway like recovered from that and then yeah so completed the 75 days like yeah so that was i done that on the last day so it was good um so yeah so the challenge was hard like well obviously it's fuck it's hard it's called 75 hard but the challenge was hard but i think it was probably one of the best things i have ever done for myself in my life like just the daily things of like accountability and just sort of like mentally getting stronger day by day it was so good and like yeah physically I felt good so I, f I started the challenge at 116 kilos and when I finished I weighed in and I was 104 kilos so 104.8 so I got what I wanted out of it and like for me that was big getting under 105 because previously I'd set a goal um, to get under 105 and I wrote it on the wall here at the gym and it just became wallpaper like, I just didn't even didn't even acknowledge it when I'd see it it was just like oh, fuck whatever but yeah like I did set that goal of getting below 105 and there was a point there during the challenge like because I was like I'd do my weigh-ins every week and like I was losing a bit of weight there and I got under sort of 110 and I tell the boys and then 109 I tell the boys and then um then um one of the boys said yeah Sheldon he was like oh I'm gonna try and put a bit of weight on for the off season and then sort of strip it back and I was like oh yeah sweet and he got up to I think it was there like 100 and 107 I think or 108 and yeah, he sent it through to me and I like I weighed in and I was like, fuck, I'm actually lighter than him. This is the first time I've ever been fucking lighter than him. So instead of me just being like, oh yeah, fuck, I'm lighter than you. I had to be me and I was just like, oh, you fat cunt. And I just like, I called him that as a joke. He took it serious. Um, and then seven days later, he's weighed in and he was like 102 or 101 or something. So he defied science and um yeah, he lost all this weight and this is where i think he cheated i reckon at the start he's what he's done when he's weighed in to sort of trick me is he's kept his wallet and keys in his pockets and he's like weighed in he's like oh yeah i'm 107 or 108 and then i've got excited felt cute said something to him and then yeah, he's weighed in again and obviously his wallet probably fucking weighs a lot so 
yeah, he's coming lighter than me. And um, he was quick to tell me, like quick to remind me what I called him. Like he sent me the screenshot and then I was like, oh, fuck. But that's kind of what I needed during this as well was like a bit of banter and things like that because although like I did take it serious, I sort of, my personality and things like that, I sort of did need to have a bit of fun with it. So it was good like having him there like reminding me and like doing things like that for me each day. Um, I did have a couple of mates that we're on the other end of it and they were like offering me money to stop and they were saying i'll give you a 100 bucks if you quit now and one of my mates tenor um he's just a little shit so he said to me i'll give you a thousand bucks if you stop now come down to mine and drink or something like that and i was like oh fuck but yeah um but yeah like the whole um 75 hard fuck like in all honesty like yeah, it is, like I said, probably one of the best things I've ever done. Um, my mindset, like, it, it taught me, and I, he talks about it in his podcast and in the book, just talks about the bitch voice. And, um, like, for me, it talked me out of, like, my like my bitch voice would always win all the time. Like like I was saying, like, if, if I had to train, say, at 12, it'd get to like quarter two and then instead of being like, yeah, you're starting in 15 minutes, I'd be like, oh, you need to do this email. And then I'd say to myself, oh, train at 12.30 or train at one. And I just keep pushing and pushing. And then my bitch voice, like I just wouldn't do it. And that'd be like that with food too. So, but what I found with it was, is it kind of, um, it talks you out of like your bitch voice. It talks you out of things. But when you get on top of that, like you sort of like, you feel like you can be unstoppable. Like my mindset with it, with it was just like, like pretty good. And it, and I sort of and it has carried on afterwards. Like, say before the challenge, like some days, like if I was lazy and I'd like want takeaways or something like that, I'd just get it and I wouldn't even have a second thought. But like nat, like during the challenge and now, like I, it doesn't even like come into my head. Like at the start. There were probably times where I was like, fuck, I could get Uber Eats or something like that. But now I just, I don't really think about it. Like, I just want, like, I'm like if I'm hungry, I'll think, yeah, I've got some food here. I've got this and that. Or I, I'll tell myself to wait and I can wait until I get home or I can do whatever. So, yeah, I think you, it just enables you to control your bitch voice. And, like, it's always going to be there. The challenges are always going to be there. But the shit that you go through day to day just it just makes you a lot stronger um so on my instagram i on my story i put up a thing like because people were messaging me like how was the challenge and all this and that so i said to put their questions in and then um i'll answer them on the podcast so here's a few of the questions so one of the questions was um what was the hardest part to complete each day? Um, so for me, it just, like, it changed. Like, at the start, doing this, the two sessions was easy. Like, like, I had this plan. Like, I was like, first thing in the morning I train, and then I have to train before lunch. Because if I don't train before lunch, um, I won't train at all. And I'll crack the shits if I don't get it done. But then I was doing that morning session and then yeah like sometimes I get busy and things like that and so I was having to push it back um, later and later 
and sometimes it was by choice, but sometimes I couldn't control what um, went like what was going on, so I did have to push it um, back. And sometimes, like for example, one of my friends, um, I was um, helping him out for a couple of days down in the city, and with that, um, I'd get back from the city about the first night. It was um, seven thirty, and then the second night it was like eight thirty. So I was getting back pretty late, and I was doing that uh, the first session like early in the morning, like I said. But because I couldn't like do anything during the day, I was getting back up here fairly late, and then doing yeah like sessions at like nine o'clock, um, eight thirty, you know things like that. So getting that second session in, in some parts was pretty hard for me. Um, there was one day when I had to do a session at ten thirty at night and that sucked because i remember i finished and it was like quarter to 12 and in my head i was like fuck i don't have much time um by the time i finish this i um sleep i shower sleep then i gotta get up and then go again so yeah i think for me the it just, it just changed like some days it was yeah that getting that second session in. some days it was the the reading although like during it i read a lot of books and some of them like I, like I was reading two books at a time um for a bit there but sometimes it would be the reading like when I was pushing my days out pretty late it was like yeah like 11 o'clock and I'm like frick I've got to read 10 pages but then some days I was getting my reading done first thing in the morning or at lunchtime um, so it changes I think the only the only thing I didn't stress about was the water because yeah like i said when i wake up i'll have like 1.5 liters and then i'll have another 1.5 um at night before i go to bed but yeah and then just sip away during the day but yeah it just changed like the some days it was getting the second workout in and then some days it was the reading but um it wasn't yeah not one thing that was sort of like i could put my finger on um, the next question was, how many times did you piss? Um, I think because with me, like, my, before I started sort of like working here, I did work, um, fly and fly out for a few years. So I was drinking like eight liters of water or whatever every day. Um, so with this, like, just always drinking water like it wasn't too much of a change for me but yeah i think i was at like a, nothing really changed with that to be honest um some people that i've heard of like always say oh man you, you're always needing to go toilet but yeah i think yeah i didn't really change too much for me next question is what diet did you stick to so i pretty much covered it before um I set my calories at like 2,500. For me, like I said, they're pretty pretty low. Um, but I, yeah, like I said, I just wanted to stick to something, um, have a bit of discipline around it. So that's sort of what I had. Um, obviously, when you set your macros, like people are sort of into that. If it fits in your macros, like you can eat whatever. But I wasn't doing that with this. Um, I think in his book and in his podcast, Andy Frisella says that 
like you can't you can't have cheap meals even if it fits in your macros you can't have cheap meals and there were days there where like i'd have like a pretty low day like if i was busy and i might have only eaten like a thousand calories and it might be towards the end of the day and i'm like i could like have something bad or you know like real high cow whatever like takeaways um but i just like thought of it as like not just because he said you can't do it, but I wanted to be better for myself. So I just said, nah, like, I'm not going to have that. And I'd go and, like, have something that I prepared and all that. And, like, I might have to eat, like, a bigger meal, but um, I'd, I'd rather do that and stick to it than sort of have that sort of cheat, cheat meal there. Um, the second question off that is any challenges with cheat meals? So, yeah, like, pretty much what I said, like, because you can't have any, like, it sort of didn't really go into my head. Like, for me, if I'm sort of offered, like, a sweet or a savoury treat, I'd rather, I'd have the savoury. Like, even though at the prize giving, like, it was a cake that broke me, it was actually, like, wanting to drink as well. Like, I wanted to have, like, a glass of wine or a beer with the boys. But, like, I'd rather have something savoury. So, for me, sweets weren't really, they don't really, like, get me so that was kind of easy but it was like yeah like for example um there was a part there i went out for lunch with the boys and they all had um like pizza and fries and all that and i wasn't allowed any so i was like fuck and i just had like a steak um and salad which i ended up liking more but it's like yeah like it was just hard like i couldn't just be like yo I'll nibble on that so i had to have something but no real like challenges with that. I think it was just I was I was in the right mindset, and I think with it as well, like my team of people that I had to support me were always on me about things like that. So it was yeah, I could control that. Um, the next question is, what uh, was there a strategy going into it? So initially, the first time I done it, obviously there wasn't, and that's why. I, I caved in so easily and I think there yeah, that's why I sat down on that Sunday and made a plan and I think yeah like having the yeah, like you have to have a plan and much like for me the strategy was like I um I knew prior to it that getting two sessions in was going to be a challenge for me because I fuck I wouldn't even do one sometimes so that's why for me I'd always have my first session first thing in the morning because then, like, it's done. And, like, people around here at the gym, like, most of the time they wouldn't know that I trained in the morning. Like, sometimes i put it on my story. Sometimes I'll just, like, it, it was for me, so I wouldn't tell them. Um, but I'd do it, and then when I'd be walking around the gym, I'd be like, win the morning, win the day. And I'd be saying it to them, but really I'm, like, saying it to me to, like, keep me going and... Like, I'll joke around with them about it, but really I'm just, like, sort of saying it to myself to keep me going. Um, but, yeah, so pretty much, yeah, the strategy was just get that first session in and then everything off the back of it will happen. Um, the next question off that is, what would you do better next time? Um, I think, I don't know, like, I think it depends. It depends what I want to, like, why I want to do it next time. So if I want to do it, say, purely for, um, like, a body composition thing, like, say, fat loss or whatever, I would change how I do it. 
um, and be more focused with that. But I think for me, it was like, I was just proud that I got it done, to be honest. So I'm not going to nitpick on things that I could have improved on. Like, I think it, it, what I wanted to get out of it, I got out of it. Like, I, for me, it was, like, I did want a little bit of a body composition thing, but the main thing I wanted to get out of this was, like, yeah, just a stronger mindset and all those other things. So, yeah, to answer the question, what would you do better? It, it depends on why I want to do it um, with that. Um, next question here is, what did you learn about yourself in the process? Mm, so, I learned a lot of, about myself during it. Um, like, some of the things it taught me was, like, it taught me to recognize, like, bullshit excuses and, like, not to listen to them so like for me like i'd make up some shit as to why i can't do something but really i can do it i'm just fucking being lazy and like when i started recognizing that i'm like oh yeah sweet i like i know what's going on here but like but then i hear other people using those excuses and that's them that's that's on them that's their story but when that when i hear it because i sort of like recognized it with me when they try and use it to me i'm kind of like ah oh, fuck whatever well, it is what it is but i'm not gonna get too invested with it like you have to sort your shit out whereas with me like prior to that when people would say things like that to me i would try and fix it but i think yeah that was one good thing that i learned um discipline another thing that i've sort of picked up from it like i was more discipline with my food and my training um so i liked that about it um i also sort of um not hard to say but i sort of i've made myself a priority um during this and it was a little bit uncomfortable at times because usually like say if someone wanted a pt session at a set time or wanted something usually i'd be like yeah yeah yeah, and i'll work around them but for me because i was doing this like i knew that i had to do it for me so i would i had to put myself first and um it may be a bit selfish but i like i needed to do it so i learned that by doing that it wasn't a bad thing and that in order to sort of it's a bit cliche but like in order to sort of give more to others, like I have to fill my cup up too. Like I can't just go around with an empty cup. So yeah, I uh, probably learnt that. Um, and I think I learnt to embrace the struggle a bit more. Um, like when I would run, I'd go through like some fuck, some dark places. But I was like, during it i fucking hated it and i wanted to like just stop but then i'm like challenging myself each step like i'm not like i said i'm not a good runner i'll never get good times like when i done that 21ks i think i've done in just over two hours but um yeah when i'm running each step i'm taking i'm like this is shit this is sore like i hate it and then but then as i'm doing that i'm like telling myself you're better than that like keep working keep working and then when i finish it i feel like i've achieved something and i'm like i sort of get a bit hungry for the next one and that's something that's been like i sort of 
yeah, I feel like I hadn't had that for a while. So, yeah, I learned that about myself. And, yeah, I think what else? I think I learned that you can always find time. Like, if it's important to you, you'll find time. Like, for me, previously, doing one workout a day, one session a day, I'd, fuck, I'd never find time for that. But for 75 days in a row, I found time and I was doing, yeah, I was doing two sessions a day. So if you want it, you can f make time for it. You can find time. So I think that's what it taught me as well is that, yeah, like if you want something, there's time. You just have to make time for it. Like uh, you may end up tired for a little bit, but, you know, like that's what you got to do if you want to get it sometimes. Um, next question here, what is, were you proud of yourself, um, for losing all that weight? Um, I sort of, I won't lie, I was a bit proud, I was kind of proud of myself for doing that, but it has been a long journey, like prior, like I said to the 75 hard, I did do the 35 and 35 days, so I've done that and, um, this but yeah like I was 122 now I'm yeah 104 so that's a lot of weight um and so yeah I actually am like I am a, a bit proud of that because I know how hard it is to lose like two kilos I remember a couple of years ago or a year ago I said to myself yeah I want to I want to drop five kilos and I jumped in on one of the challenges and for the whole challenge I followed it to the T and I didn't even lose a kilo and I was like this is fucked but like there was more going on like my sleep was shit and I wasn't recovering and all that sort of stuff but um yeah I think because my journey is not over yet like I do have another goal that I want to tick off so I think like I've been in the triple figures for oh be almost five years, maybe four years or something. Um, like I sort of want to get under that, just see, just want to do it for myself. Like I'm not doing it for any other reason than to just to say like, fuck yeah, you can get under that. So for me, I want to get under 100 next. And then once I get under that, I'll probably look back on it more and sort of think, well, I've lost over... 20 kilos or whatever once I do that but for now like yeah I am proud but I still got more in me like I still want to win um next question here is what books did you read um so yeah like I said I started reading um like I was doing those like self-development books and all that but I started reading other books as well um just because I was enjoying reading again because I went through a phase where in my life where I was reading books all the time but I wasn't implementing anything off the end of it so I wasn't like I might read a book and it might be like life-changing for some and I'll just post that I read it just for the sake of it but I'm not actually like doing anything I wasn't learning anything so I stopped reading as much and sort of cut right back on it um, but with this, like I was getting, using those self-development books to get my 10 pages in and then I was reading like 
autobiographies and buys all that sort of stuff um, on people sort of like as my entertainment sort of thing so some of the books that I read during it were Can't Help Me that um, David Goggins one um, what else did I read People Over Profit um, by Dale Partridge I think the other one was Dare to Lead by Brene Brown um, I also read Sonny Bill's book and I read Stephen Adams' book. What else was there? I read Relentless by Tim Grover and then I also read Winning by Tim Grover and then, yeah, the 70, I read the 75 Hard book by yeah, Andy Frisella. So, read a few books there um but I, for me it was just like i really it was good to get back into reading like i had spent so much time sort of not reading it was good to get back into it um so next question oh last question do you still do those habits daily from 75 heart um so i haven't stopped them all completely i still do some but say for example um so i finished the challenge on a friday and then so saturday came and after the rugby strong session that i coached mason and justin um were here so we had a few drinks then and then after that i had like a work thing on so i had a couple of drinks there so um i had a few drinks after the challenge um but i, I haven't drank since then um, my food, I probably have eaten a little bit more and sort of relaxed a little bit um, recently. Nothing crazy, like I'm still having like fish and rice and all that, things like that, but I'm allowing myself to eat a little bit more. And um, But I probably will sort of, after Christmas, get back into it, be a little bit more strict. Um with the water, just probably like, cause it didn't really change for me, just carrying on with that. But the two workouts a day, um, I've cut down, like I'm only doing one session a day. Um, and with that session, like I'm not feeling like it's a drag or like I'm struggling to do it, like I'm getting it out and I'm enjoying it. So I'm still doing that. Uh, but I can sort of see eventually that I'll probably want to do two a day again soon um because i did enjoy like that uncomfortableness and sort of having something there for me to strive for each day so yeah that's pretty much it um so to yeah sum it all up i really enjoyed the 75 hard um yeah like i said probably one of the best things i've ever done um and i'd recommend it for anyone um yeah, and like if you do fail at it, just start again. It's not that bad, but make sure when you do it, you go into it with a plan. And I reckon you need a team to support you because, yeah, like I said, I had a good team and they supported me, and I'm very thankful for them. So, yeah, so that's the end of the podcast team. Like I said, I'll try and get a few more um, episodes up before I get busy again with rugby. Um, hope you enjoyed it and. Yeah, if you do have any questions regarding the 75 hard, um, 
feel free to slide in. Thanks, team.